Hello, friends, Maestro here, bringing you episode 335 of my show on the mic, doing it Thursday, shorty style. In today's episode, I'm asking you the question, are you spiraling? Spoiler alert, you probably are. Double spoiler, or perhaps just something to make you feel a little bit better, it's not a bad thing. Let's chat. But first, hey, DJ, give me that heartbeat. This is Maestro on the Mic. A podcast designed to help you change your mindset and your life. It is time for something new. Join host Dr. Shante Cofield, also known as the Movement Maestro, on a journey to see the bigger picture. Open your eyes. Find your passion and discover how movement unites us all. Let's get it popping. This is Maestro on the Mic. I'm the Maestro, and you're about to get maestro Three, two... Hello, my podcast people, and welcome back to another episode of Maestro on the Mic. Switch it up. Today, wanted to chat with you and ask you the question, are you spiraling? Now, I think inherently when you hear that, we think of negative, like you're spiraling out of control. This is a bad thing. But my girl, Emily Reed, I brought her into uh, the mafia, I don't know, like a week, two weeks ago. Time eludes me, escapes me. I brought her into the mafia to, to speak at one of our family dinners. And uh, uh, her Instagram handle is seasonal intentions underscore. I brought her in to speak to the mafia about change and seasonality and the bigger picture of things or four things, because, you know, very clearly, when we go from summer to, to fall, it is tough for people. There's a lot of change, and people take a lot of action in terms of, like, clear things out, but there's definitely a lot of, like, uh, it's like kind of a tumultuous time, and I wanted to bring in someone who, you know, really thinks about this, specializes in this, coaches people on this. And I have her talk to my people in the mafia about the bigger picture because you know, we can get kind of maybe perhaps too laser focused with business and real talk. And I know that you all know this because this is what I preach and we attract what we are. But if, you, if shit in your life is not going well, your business will suffer, right? The bigger picture. And I've said it before, and I borrow this from my mentor, Allison Evans, work-life balance doesn't exist. This is your life's work. Jill will call it work-life integration. Like they go together. As such, if things in your life, if that bigger picture, if your happiness, your foundation isn't doing well, your business will likely suffer. It doesn't matter all the strategy in the world that you have. If you're trying to launch something and you're like also going through a divorce at the same time, it can make things really difficult. In some regards, the business can serve as a distraction. Absolutely, because there is that give and take and we can borrow uh, confidence and energy from other parts. But overall, if the bigger picture, and that's why and I keep saying that because that's why I brought her to talk about it. If the bigger picture is, is tough, is shaky, business and having all the strategy around it, typically it doesn't really matter, right? Business is going to suffer. So I brought her to talk about this, about those three things, uh, seasons or seasonality, change in the bigger picture. And she spoke about spirals. All right, I'm going to use the word spirality, which 
I looked up and is an actual word. So I was writing out the little outline here and writing down a few ideas. And I was like, I want to talk about spirality. And then I was like, let me look that shit up first, because I'm not trying to be over here sounding like a fool making things up. Or rather, if I make it up, I need to own it because I'm going to say it anyway. So spirality is a word. And that's what I want to talk to you about today. Emily introduced this reframe. That's what I want to say. Emily introduced a reframe to us. And instead of thinking of things as a cycle and kind of as a circle, what if we think about them as a spiral? I fucking loved this. So I'm a very visual person. It's part of the reason I think I don't listen to a ton of podcasts, Uh, but I'm a very visual person and I like to read things. I understand things better when I can read them and see them. And so in my mind, this concept of spirality as it relates to us is that we, uh, the individual, we're traveling, living life on a spiral. Like that is our trajectory. It's not like a linear thing going forward. It's not a circle. It is a spiral. And it doesn't necessarily have to get smaller as you go down, though I guess maybe it could. I don't know, because that sounds kind of like, oh, getting smaller than you die. But it's a spiral. I'm thinking of it like a slinky, okay? Now, the things that we encounter and experience, they're on the outside of the spiral, right? Our trajectory, our just being alive is the spiral. The things we encounter and experience and interact with, they are on the outside of this. So when you come back to something that you've experienced before, it's not that you are in a circle, going in circles, chasing your tail. It could very well be a a new version, an improved version, a more alert, aware, uh, actualized version of you that that is encountering this same thing. And to me, this is just such a great reframe because it just removes that inherent negative connotation like, oh, fuck, I'm back here again. Have I learned nothing? No, actually, you have learned something. And now you have the opportunity to do something different. And the reason that you are being faced with this thing again is because of spirality, of this spiral nature of of existence. I think this is just absolutely just fascinating to think about. One of the things that one of the reasons, rather, that I really latched on to this is because within the mafia, we have, I don't, if you're new and you're, this is your first time listening to this podcast or your new introduction to me, the mafia, my mafia, is a group of about 170 health movement uh, and adjacent profession uh, professionals who come together to share resources, to... When I first started it, it was largely to provide a support system for folks that are, you know, both about movement side of things and the online business side of things. I built this and created this thing in January of 2020. I launched it then. And then Rona hit like right after and everyone had to move online. So the group has honestly very largely trended towards discussions about online business, digital business, getting your online business going, just being in a group of people that will, will celebrate your wins, that want to see you win. Uh, again, sharing resources, asking for shared experiences, or just asking for someone's personal experience with something, uh, and absolutely providing that support system. Uh, one of the coolest things is like we have a lot of moms that are in that group as well. So, you know, moms that are entrepreneurs, and they can provide a support system for each other, because Lord knows I, I can't do this. I, I have Rupert, and it's very different. Uh, so that is my mafia, right? We meet twice a month. Uh, the, really, the, the Facebook group is bumping. I send out a recap email every Monday. 
But we meet twice a month on Zoom for family mafia family dinners. One of the dinners I lead, and it's on a set topic. Sometimes I run what we call love seats, where you know we have people come and they can speak for about five minutes, ask whatever questions they want. We answer them, kind of use that hive mentality, and I'll give them my my two pennies. Uh, and then I bring in a guest for that second dinner. So for what month was it? The month of October, uh, my girl Emily was kind enough to come in and talk about change seasonality and the bigger picture and the reason that 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 spiral concept really stuck with me is because within the mafia we have quite a few people who have posted in the group recently that they've gone back to jobs that they've had before right a lot of these these people have started their own businesses but in an effort to perhaps remove some urgency create some safety in their life they have taken on not not necessarily full-time but hours at a job that they had previously or doing something that they did previously, whether it was like, you know, they have their own massage therapy business, but then they want to pick up hours somebody else or they worked in a hospital, they worked in research, and then they're going to go back and do that uh, in some capacity. And I think that's fucking amazing. I love it. It makes so much sense. And I think when we view life existence in terms of this spiral, it removes this immediate negative connotation of like, oh, fuck, I'm going backwards. No, you're just coming around again to an experience that you've had before, right? And remember, the experiences and things we interact with on the outside of the spiral, you're coming around to it again with new information and in a new place in your life, and you get to choose, does this make sense for me to use this skill set that I had before and go into this environment that I had before in order to make progress towards a current goal that I hold? Makes so much sense. So much sense. I'm like so excited about this. I can't speak. Right? So much sense. There's familiarity there. I, there's mastery there. Expertise, right? You did this thing before. It makes sense to go and do it again because perhaps there's a ton of ease this time. I was talking to a new grad actually just recently. And like when you're new, shit's tough. You're learning all stuff. There's just all these new variables. But imagine you could go back to a position you had before. But now you're not working through all the beginner stuff. Maybe now you're just older and so you don't give a fuck. You're like, I actually don't care about like, you know, what that person's going to say about that thing. And I used to worry about that dumb shit. Like I can go and just do my job and do it really freaking well. I know I'm really good at it. And then go home and I can get paid for it and I can create a safety net so that I can go and work on my side hustle. And it doesn't, I don't know, I don't get salty about my side hustle because I'm like, it has to work. It has to work. You can remove that urgency. I think this is phenomenal. And so I'm going to kind of circle back uh, and just reiterate this concept of choice and agency and autonomy. So we are on this spiral and you're faced or you interact with the same, a, a, you interact with a, an experience or situation that you've had in the past. Because of this autonomy, this agency, this ability to choose, you get to choose what you do. You don't have to go back to that thing. Maybe you're like, nah, man, that was like the worst experience. Nothing would make it better. It doesn't matter that I have more experience, that I have more information, that I'm you know, older now, more mature. It doesn't matter. I'm not going back to that. Amazing. Or maybe you're like, yes, it actually really makes sense because the things that I didn't like about that, I can do something about that now. I have the ability to you know, speak up or like somebody's gone. I don't really know. Either way, just harping or on and, and highlighting this idea of uh, agency and choice and autonomy right? as you, uh, this person that's on 
this spiral course of life. If we extend this same autonomy, agency choice to our customers, and this is what I spoke about last week and I'm super passionate about it, so I'm going to keep bringing it up. And I had a really good discussion in the DMs with my girl Beth about this, right? Where if we think about this seasonality, because I think that seasonality and spirality, they go hand in hand because we're going around and so you come back to similar things and that introduces those seasons. Like, yes, we can think about seasons on this kind of shorter scale, which is a month. We could think about seasons as like the entire year. You could think about it as like multiple years, right? Where you have like the beginning season of life and like the middle season of life and then like the later season of life. So it's not this like fixed time frame. I think we can expand or contract, you know, depending on just whatever you want, right? You have lots of, lots of, uh, lots of options there. But if we, if we think about this seasonality concept, if you think about this autonomy and we relate it to business, there's a few things that I want to point out. Uh, and this is, again, from the conversation that I had with Beth. Like, what if we allow for seasonality within our customers? And what I, I mean, when I say allow for it, that's, again, that's like the wrong way to say it uh, because it's, it's, they have agency. Like, what if we respected the seasonality that people have? where sometimes they're not ready to do something. And so we leave that. Or sometimes they are ready to do it. And that's when we, as the person, you know, offer, you know, providing that service can really double down on that. Yes, you know, there becomes a little bit of, I don't even want to say, I'll say it. There's some hoping that our, that our wishes and when we're selling something overlaps with when somebody is ready for something. But this is why I also encourage you to talk about your shit all the time so that it's on someone's radar. And so that when it does, you know, when they do come back in the spiral to the point in time where they're like to a point in time where they're like, yeah, I'm ready for this. This makes sense for me. They can enlist your services. But I think it's super important to remember, realize this seasonality of things, the spiral nature of things, not just for us, but for those around us. Uh, Beth made a really good point, and I try to bring this up in the mafia, and, and after she said it, I was like, I need to do, I'm going to do more of this, where if you don't know yourself well, uh, there's, it's very real, a very real possibility that if you're looking, you know, in a group of high achievers, or you're just in any kind of group, you look around, and you're just like, I'm failing, because you're not moving either at the same speed as other people, or maybe you just have like a different seasonality than people. And so people are doing things and you're like, I don't feel like it, or I'm not doing this. And you just look around, you're like, I am failing. And I try to bring this up within the mafia to let people know, like, share your wins. It's super important to share your wins because, and I did you know, two episodes just recently about this. Courtney, if you could link uh, those two, uh, shine bright like a diamond and uh, you know, what to do if you feel guilty about your success. It's important to share those wins because it gives others permission that they don't need, but that they're looking for to do the same, right? Leading with your light, cutting yourself down. It does nothing to build anybody else up or, or to, to make them feel better uh, about themselves or make them, you know, stop being so unhappy with things. But I encourage people to share this in the mafia, share their wins, because it's also important to realize that we're in a space that like, yes, other people do want to see you win. I realize that not everyone has that and not everyone has the self-confidence to just be like, ah, fuck it, I'm going to do it anyway. So it was important to me in creating this space that we really highlight that. 
and let people know like, hey, other folks want you to win. I, but I realize on the flip side that in having people sharing their wins, folks who are at a different season, folks who are just starting, folks who move at a different pace, folks who maybe aren't as you know, inherently confident, folks who are a bit more prone to comparisonitis, they could just be looking around and being like, fuck, I'm failing. Everybody's doing stuff. Even if it's not the same person, and it's probably you know, harder because there's multiple people sharing wins and they're just like, everyone's winning. They may not realize that like, you know, one person shares every six months, but they're just seeing the frequency, the total volume. And then they could be like, man, people are winning and I'm not, right? They're not able to view their own wins. So I realize that is the, the flip side of that. Uh, and I, I should, should do another post in the, in the group about this. So if you're in the group, if you're in the mafia, let this be the post and I will actually go and do one. And uh, and if you're not in the mafia, just take this to heart, that, that self-awareness and understanding that you're moving at your own pace, you're doing what you want to be doing, you're doing what you need to be doing is the most important thing, all right? And we can reflect back, and this is one of the things that Emily brought up a ton, and I loved it, right? It's the best when you bring someone in and they just say things, but perhaps in a little bit different way, but it, you know, it's that, whether it's confirmation bias or whatever, just, it's like, yes, Yes, I make sense. You're saying it in that regard, but it makes sense and I love it and it ties into things that I believe and you've put words to it and just so good. Uh, And so Emily referred back to this self-awareness, right? Because if you are having this spirality and this seasonality, it can become, maybe perhaps the question comes, maybe perhaps the question arises. That's a better way to say it. Maybe perhaps uh, the question arises of, well, how do I know when to change? Or how do I know if I need to change? How do I know if I need to do something else or take this action? And that largely comes down to self-awareness, self-trust, and self-reflection and uh, learning from that spirality. Right? That's one of, the, it's one of the beautiful things about it. Like, hey, I've been here before. I know what tools I have now at my disposal. I know what decision would suit me best. It's, I'm just looking out the window right now. We don't really get, you know, the 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 leaves changing here, uh, but so much, right? You have palm trees, so it's not like, oh, the leaves are falling down. If the palm if the palm front falls down, well, that could be dangerous. So we don't really have that happening. But we do get it, you know, the, the light shifting. Obviously, the weather changes as well. But the light changes, and actually, I had practiced this morning. Uh, I have practiced for volleyball at 6.30 a.m. It's borderline offensive. But because of Daylight savings or not. I don't even know what we have right now, but because of how the time is right now, it's still dark. So the coach has moved, Stephen, he's moved things back to seven and we start, you know, half an hour later. And then once the, the clocks change, then we'll go back to regular time. But the cool thing to me, and I, I kind of laugh saying this because this shit happens every year, right? I didn't play, I wasn't uh, playing at this level last year, so I wasn't in the advanced class, so I didn't know that this was an issue. So it didn't really affect me. But now moving forward, I'm like, this happens every year. And I know that you can think of, you know, occurrences within your own life that happen every single year. And every year, people be surprised. Maybe you're, the, maybe you are people. Like, ah, oh, man, it happened again. Just, oh, the fall just goes by just so fast. It's already November. This happens every year. Right? So plan for this with that spirality in mind. It's not, I, I love thinking about this instead of a, a circle because you are technically in a different place, but experiencing the same thing, which is amazing. What a cool reframe. You have all of this at your disposal. So in theory, what could be done is that 
you know, depending on how you want to run the business, Stephen doesn't want to do it this way, but in theory, if this was a problem that you had, you could change your classes such that they start later for the month of, you know, October. Or you could just say that they, you could just prorate things and be like, okay, this class, the 630 class is always going to start at seven for the month of October. You'll pay however many dollars less because we're taking away that time. It's your choice. Right? But the, the point being, we have this spiral. We come back to things, experiences that we've had before, that we've encountered before. But now we have more information. M-O-A-R. More information. And now we get to choose. We have that agency. We have that autonomy. And we can say, all right, what do I want to do? We don't do the exact same thing as last time. Or do I want to change things up? We've had that self-reflection, ideally. We know I talk about that a lot. And we say, what do I actually need? What do I need to thrive during this time? Maybe you need to buy one of those light lamp things. What are they? Why don't you know what they're called? Happy lamps. Happy light. You, you folks listening, you're in the car right now and you're being like, maestro, it's called a happy light or whatever the fuck the actual right word is. I'm sorry, I can't hear you. Uh, but thank you for knowing the correct answer. And I would absolutely have one of those if I was by some, you know, way, shape, or form, forced to live in a place that was dark all the time. But this ties into that self-reflection, self-awareness, understanding what you need in order to, to thrive. Right? I, I left the, the four wild seasons, because it's not even four wild seasons. Let's be honest, folks. You live on the East Coast, you live anywhere, you get two seasons. You get really fucking hot in the summer, really fucking cold in, in the winter. And then like in between spring and fall are great, but they're each like, 30 seconds long right you try to go up and watch the leaves change which was one of the coolest things to do drive and live in new york city and drive like half an hour north but you miss it by five minutes and you're like well all the leaves are on the ground at least they're fun colors down there so i left and and consciously chose to not be in that environment i also know people that have moved because they've realized that self-awareness the self-reflection they're like actually i like that i like to be able to you know partition my year based on these more stark changes than we have like some than we have you know here in in southern california that's amazing create your best life we have that self-reflection we have that introspection we have that self-awareness and we have that spirality so it's going to come back around again winter is going to come back around again we've already been here so it shouldn't surprise you and you can prepare for it. By prepare, perhaps that is, you know, actual preparing and chopping wood, things like that. Or maybe it's moving. I don't really know. Clearly, you all know I have, like, strong feelings about winter. I get DMs from some of you, and I love them, that people will be like, you were in my dream, and you were upset because it was winter. <laughs> you were, because you were here where I live, and it was cold. Or someone messaged me, and they were like, you were in my dream, and you, you were teaching me pronation and supination exercises, and you were mad because you were back in the clinic. <laughs> I was like, yes, you are right. But that comes from that self-awareness, self-reflection, you know, introspection, and knowing like, hey, if this situation came up, if I was presented with this again, I know what decision I would want to make. But also, if a scenario presented itself while I'm on this spiral of I need money, internet doesn't exist anymore, guess what I would be doing, folks? I'd be going back to PT. Absolutely. I'd try and do it on my own terms. I wouldn't really want to work in like a hospital or something. But I would absolutely be reverting to skills that I had before that I gained while I was on a different part of that spiral. 
And now I'm faced with a problem that's similar to what I, you know, I had back then. I need money. I need to do something that I enjoy. This is, this is the resources, that are, this is the experience. Okay, cool. This is the decision that I can make. I spoke about this, not that specifically, but this spirality. And this is the reason I'm making this episode. Spoke about it, I don't know, yesterday. My brother, bless him, Dan, he just graduated from Marine Boot Camp. He is officially Private Cruise. Yes, we have different last names. Welcome to 2021. Uh, he graduated and I traveled, and it was great. I got to, see my, got to see my whole family. I had to fly over to South Carolina for to go to Paris Island because that's where they, they boot camp is, or his boot camp at least was. And anytime I travel, I think about all the traveling that I did with Rock Tape and all of the skills that I gained from it. Just being able to travel, being able to set up hotels, having, you know, one, you know, having status with certain hotels and... I, I stay at Hilton's all the time, and I only fly American. Kind of wish sometimes that I had started off with Delta, but it is what it is, right? But having status with those things because I flew with them for years. Renting a car, and that's what came up most specifically, was I returned the car to the rental agency at like 4.30 in the morning on Saturday because my flight was at 6. So I returned it at like 4.30. And yeah, my flight was at 6. For those of you maybe are doing some math, my flight was at 6. It's plenty of time. It boards at 5.30. I knew the airport because I had already landed there right, and come through it. I knew that the rent, the car rental spot was uh, close. I didn't have to take a bus or anything like that. I have TSA pre-check. Of course, if you don't have it, go get it. You live in the United States, go get it. 75 bucks. It's the best. I pre-check. I knew how quickly I'd be through. It's a super small airport. I don't have to take any bu- any like buses or shuttles or like you know trams or anything like that once you're inside of the airport. So I was like, I'll be able to get through super quickly. Again, that spirality coming back to things that we've experienced before. So with the car rental, I had to turn it at 4.30. Those things are not open at 4.30. Like there are clearly times that it's open. And you start around like, I don't know, 7, 6 or 7. Either way, it's not open at 4.30. If this was someone's first time renting a car, that could be a super stressful situation. Right? Maybe they wouldn't even want to return at that time because they're like, I, I don't know what to do. And there was terrible signage. Like usually they'll have something that says like for after hours, drop off, put the key in the box. Sometimes you have to return a little billfold thing with it. It varies. But I knew that, well, there was no one there and there was no signs, but I was like, there's got to be a key drop, a drop box somewhere. So I'll walk inside, go to the desk. And lo and behold, there was one there. But something as simple as that, that's what really got me thinking about this, further thinking about spirality and things like that, because, you know, I've been thinking about it since Emily came into the group, but then just being in that situation that I had been in before, but having more information now, having more knowledge, having more confidence, having more experience that I'm bringing with it. And so it was like, this is no stress for me at all. And I could actually help someone else because they were looking around. I was like, you don't know what to do. I see. I was like, there's got to be a box inside. And lo and behold, there was a box inside for them. So something as simple as that, a simple little example there. But it, it relates to bigger examples and bigger things. And most notably, if you are in a season of life where it makes sense to take a job that you had before, take parts of a job that you had before, note that that isn't going backwards, I didn't want to make that necessarily the, the whole main theme of this episode because I was like, I can't talk about that one thing for you know, 20, 30 minutes. But I, it's something that I wanted to really wanted to make sure that I got across 
because I think that it's probably a good number of people that are experiencing that right now, especially, you know, my folks that have started their own businesses and things are slow, right? Starting a business takes a really long fucking time. Don't let anyone tell you otherwise. I actually wrote an email to the mafia. I did a post about it and then I made it as an email. Just when you start your business, like what would, what would change if I told you, any of you listening to that, that just started an online business, that if you make any money in your first year, you're ahead of the curve. Like what would change if I told you that, you know, during your first launch, if you literally made $100, you'd be ahead of the curve. I don't know the exact numbers of what, how much people make typically on their first launch or how much they make their first year. And I don't think that anyone has true numbers because I don't think people that make no money are contributing to these, uh, you know, with these, um, what's the word, polls and things like that. So there's always going to be, you know, I don't know if you could get an actual answer that you'd read online and be like, I could trust it. But I can tell you based on people that I've worked with, people that I see, you know, people in the mafia, people that I coach, how long this shit takes. For me, it was a little bit different with my first launch because I waited three and a half years. So again, that's the saying, but that shit took a long time. So my first launch of Breathing with the Maestro did really well, but I didn't sell anything online and I was building trust and showing up and building a brand for three and a half years, right? I started in 2014. I didn't launch Breathing with the Maestro until what, 2019? I, I know. It's, it's, you, some of you listening are like, wait, what? That was like yesterday. I know. Shit happens slowly, slowly, suddenly. So I wanted to make a point and saying like, what would, you know, what would change if you realized that you're not behind, if you realized how long these things take? So I want to make a point about if perhaps you started an online business and it's taking a long time because it's what happens and you're like, fuck, I have bills to pay, but I don't want to like take a full-time job or be super stressed out. And so perhaps you go and take a job that you had before or something similar to what you had before. That's not going backwards. That is spirality at its finest. And I love it. I'm legitimately stoked for you. Like my arms are in the air right now. I am stoked for you because you get to use all of the experience, the knowledge, the information that you gained as you're traversing this spiral that from that starting point until this point right now, where we're, you know, experiencing this, encountering this similar situation again. And you get to take all that and use it in your favor. That expertise, that familiarity, that I've grown up and I don't give as much of a fuckness. That is just so, so, so good to me. So the main point of this episode is simply to introduce, discuss this concept of spirality, spirality, uh, to get this idea out of my brain as coherently as possible to tell you how dope Emily Reed is, seasonal intentions, underscore. Courtney, if you could link that, that'd be awesome. And also to let you know that if you're finding yourself doing something that you did before, it's not going backwards. I remember we have that agency, that autonomy, unless you're actually going backwards and you're like, yo, I've made the wrong choice. But this is where it ties into that agency, that autonomy, uh, that free, free will, that choice that we have, that introspection, that self-reflection, self-awareness, where you're presented with a situation that perhaps you've experienced before, but you're different now. You've grown now. You have more information. And you get to choose how you want to proceed forward. Uh, so we're not thinking about cycles or circles. Let's think about spirals. 
So cool. That's so cool. All right. That is all that I got for you. As always, endlessly appreciative for every single one of you. If you got questions, comments, concerns, additions, subtractions. I used to have a teacher, side note, in college, and I took math, math, I don't know. The math had letters in it in college. It was like too much. I was like, what is going on here? Uh, but she used to say subtraction. And I every time I say subtraction or subtractions, I think about that. So if you have any questions, comments, concerns, adis- additions, subtractions, thinking about it, suggestions, requests, gratitude, I don't know, anything, please reach out. I love hearing from you. You can hit me up on the Selly, and by hit me up on Selly, I mean text me, 310-737-2345, or shoot me a little DM at the Movement Maestro. Truly love hearing from you. All right, I'm done. I'm leaving you alone. Endlessly grateful for every single one of you. Until next time, friends, Maestro 